here we go. Uh, we're going to start in a hero pose, which kind of aligns with the, the warrior uh, idea, doesn't it? Hero and warrior. Um, so in this pose, you can either situ- situate your knees together or a little wider. Take the flesh and muscle of your calves, uh, press it down, and then pull it back and apart as you take a seat between the heels. Maybe adjust the, uh, the, the bottom a little bit to get a better connection between your sits bones and the floor or the prop beneath you. Once you arrive in your hero pose, close your eyes, rest your palms on your thighs, and arrive. So invite yourself into this time and space. As you arrive, survey the landscape. Using your senses to uh, collect data, to become sensitive and aware of the world surrounding your body. And at this time of year, <laughs> as things begin to grow, one thing that often happens in, in this space, uh, in my neighborhood, is that the, the um, mowers start to sh- appear in this morning meditation. And um, that can be part of the practice. That can be a stressor or a challenge. So there can be a stimula, stim, stimulation or, um, yeah, there can be stimulation in this moment that might be stressful, that might be distracting. So as you survey this moment, consider if those things are coming up. Consider your reaction to different stimulus. And then consider if you can practice non-attachment. So meaning that can you notice those things and kind of detach from that feeling of anxiety. change the perspective to, oh, that's interesting. Now begin to turn your sensitivity inward. 
become increasingly aware of your physical body. And again, you might be met with some stimulus that creates stress or tension or anxiety. Pain or injury can be stressful. So again, this idea of observing our reaction, our labeling, our stories that we are um, creating about the current experience, and then possibly taking a step back from that story just to say, huh, interesting, that's what's happening right now. Now begin to tune into your breathing. Breathe in and out through your nostrils and engage in ujjayi pranayama, the triumphant uprising breath. So consider with this breath, we're uh, calling energy to our bodies, creating larger, uh, longer, more expansive inhalations, and then countering that with slower, more complete, more emptying exhalations. So the, the more empty you become with the exhalation, the more space there is for fresh, full breath with the next inhale. Follow your breath through three more rounds of Ujjayi Pranayama.
upon completion of those three rounds of breath, open your eyes. You might bring a block to the right side of the mat. Set the block, uh, you know, a couple feet away from your right hip. Again, grow tall along the spine. Place the right fingertips on the block and extend up through the left fingertips. Reach the left arm along the left ear. Lengthen the left side of the body. Inhale as you grow tall. And then exhale. Start to lean the upper body towards the right, creating an extension of the left side body. So you might start to walk the block out further to the right as you lean to the right. Consciously anchor the posture in the left hip. So the left hip is going to start to lift up, unroot, reroot the left hip, reach through the left fingertips, breathe awareness, create space along the left side. And then slowly you might start to turn the gaze up beyond the left tricep muscles. And as you do this, notice tension around the mouth, along the jawline. And again, this, uh, this observation and then with the uh, data that you collect through the observation, then you have the option, the option to soften the face, to become curious about this moment, your body in this shape. And then inhale to come back to center, left arm down, and place the block on the left side of the mat. Left hand on the block, right arm reaches skyward, lengthen the right side of the body, and then exhale, begin to lean. And as you lean, you might slide the left hand with the block further out to the left. You might consciously tack or root the right sits bone down into the floor as you reach through the right fingertips. And slowly turn the gaze up towards the ceiling, up beyond the right tricep muscles. Again, as you turn the head, notice changing sensation. Notice tension in the face. So again, I like to think of the face as kind of offering an insight into our experience that we might not otherwise be aware of. So if you're expressing in your face discomfort or displeasure, stress, uh, consider that and consider how you might approach this shape, this moment with that information. With an inhale, draw back up to center. One more thing here in our Virasana shape. Interlace your fingers behind your skull. Widen the elbows out to either side of the room and then start to tilt your chin and gaze towards the sky. Widen the elbows out. Stay rooted through both sits bones and start to focus attention on the heart space, broadening the collarbones, lifting the sternum, 
as you lean the head back into the support of the hands, extending the elbows out as shoulder blades draw together. And bring the chin and chest forward, elbows forward. Come forward of the knees to move out of the hero pose and straight into a tabletop position. Wrists below the shoulders, knees slightly back from the hips. Let's take the right leg, extend the right leg straight, and then shift the right leg to the left side of the mat. So extend the right leg straight, and then draw it to the left side of the mat. We're going to look over the left shoulder back at that right heel. So again, a side extension, getting some uh, fluid, getting some circulation back through the right leg, maybe noticing the effect on the right hip. And we're kind of contracting the left side of the body. So think about squeezing the left shoulder towards the left hip. There's that delightful um, yard noise that I was talking about. I don't know if you can hear it through the microphone. (laughs) And then back to center, back to table, and we'll do the second side. Left leg extends and comes over to the left. Look over the right shoulder towards Uh, Sorry, this is the left leg. Yeah, look over the right shoulder towards the left leg. Create an extension from the left heel to the left armpit. Contraction from the right shoulder to the right hip. Like you're squeezing out the right side. I believe this is kind of targeting the adrenal glands. I heard that once. And back to center. So now we're going to do our supercharged cat and cow, which I'm now calling mountain lion and raging bull. So the mountain lion, we're going to do up on our claws. So lift up onto your fingertips, hollow out your hands, your palms, and your armpits. As you exhale, tuck your chin to your chest, lift the back of your heart towards the ceiling, Hollow out the hands, hollow out the armpits, tuck the tailbone into this mountain lion pose. And then inhale, bring the palms down, draw the elbows back, pull the chin and chest forward, look up, tilt the tailbone up into our raging bull. And move through these two poses with your breath. Maybe an exhale brings you to the mountain lion, lifts you up onto the fingertips, cup the wrists, cup the armpits, draw up through the back of the heart, tuck the chin to the chest, tailbone towards the floor and forward, and then bend the elbows, palms on the floor, collarbones extend forward, tailbone and gaze lift. So you can continue these supercharged mountain lion and raging bull, or you can just explore the more familiar, um, less exaggerated cat and cow shapes. Getting acquainted with the range of motion of the spine, checking in with the body in these familiar movements. 
It's so funny that I mentioned the yard work. Now it sounds like it's like a pneumatic drill. I don't know. It's intense. Okay, come back to a neutral table. And you might pad the knees here as we will be here for a few uh, minutes. And just might be more comfortable with some padding underneath the knees. Take the left knee towards center. Stress reduction, right? <laughs> take, a, take a blanket underneath your knees. Bring your left knee towards center. Extend your right leg straight up and back. Turn the knee and toe to point downward so the hips are at an even height. And then lift the heel higher. So keep the knee and toes pointing down. Lift the heel up. Maybe look forward. Maybe reach forward with the left arm and then exhale, curl the elbow towards the knee, bring the knee in towards the elbow, round the back body. Inhale, reach forward, look forward, maybe lift the left arm higher, look higher, lift the right heel, exhale, curl in. Maybe this will be a little bit of a challenge to your balance as it is mine. Inhale, reach back, reach forward, exhale, I'm really struggling with balance here. Inhale, sweep back, reach forward, look forward. Exhale, curl in. One more time. Inhale. And exhale. Left hand to the floor, right knee to the floor. You might bring the right knee in towards center for more stability. Inhale, left leg reaches straight up and back, knee and toes point downward, then lift the heel higher. Use the strength of the low back, the thigh, the glutes to lift the left heel higher. And then right arm maybe reaches forward, maybe you just do this with the leg. Exhale, curl in, elbow towards the knee, knee towards the elbow. Inhale, reach forward, lengthen back. Exhale, curl in. Inhale, reach, exhale, curl, two more, inhale, reach, exhale, draw in, inhale, reach, exhale, curl in, and hand down, knee down, bring the left hand below the face, right hand to the back of the skull, inhale, open the chest towards the right, look up, elbow and gaze skyward, head and hand, Exhale, curl in, shoulder blades apart. Inhale, open right. Exhale, curl in, let the lower body accommodate the movement of the upper body. Inhale, open right. Exhale, curl in. Inhale, open right. Exhale, curl in, last one. Inhale, open right. And exhale, curl in, plant the right hand below the face. And we'll do the second side, left hand to the skull. Inhale, open left, look up, head and hand. Exhale, curl in. Inhale, open left. Exhale, curl in. Inhale, open left. Exhale, curl in. Two more, inhale, open left. Exhale, curl in. Last one, open up, head and hand, elbow up, gaze up. Exhale, curl in, and plant the left hand below the face, back to tabletop. You might remove the padding, 
and walk your knees back about six or eight inches. Tuck the toes under, tilt the tailbone up, reach the chin and chest forward, and exhale, bend the elbows back as you lower the chin and chest to the floor at roughly the same time. Elbows in, collarbones broad, tilt the tailbone up, compress the low back, and then slide forward onto your belly, arms at your sides, chin on the mat. Relax the left leg, point back through the right toes. Engage the right leg, make it long, make it strong, and then begin to lift it. Point through the toes, use the lower back, the glutes, the thighs to straighten and lift the leg. Point back, reach back, five, higher, four, higher, three, two, highest, one, and release the right foot down. Let the heel widen out to the right as you extend back through the left toes, engage the left leg. Strengthen and lengthen the left leg and then begin to lift. Foot, lower thigh, middle thigh, upper thigh, keep the front of the left hip point grounded. Extend and lift for five, higher, four, higher, three, two, one, highest. Exhale, release the left foot down, let the heel widen out for a moment. And then extend back through both toes, both sets of toes. Ground through the tops of the feet, engage both legs, both legs long and strong, feet staying grounded. Lengthen back through the tailbone, front of the pelvis ground strongly into the earth. Interlace your fingers behind the back, point your elbows to the ceiling, and take note which thumb is in front. Elbows towards the ceiling, shoulder blades on the back. Keep the feet grounded, tailbone lengthening. As you inhale, peel the chin and chest up off the floor. Reach back through the knuckles. Broaden the collarbones. Lift and open the heart. Draw back through the sides of the neck. Lift through the crown of the head. Interlace the fingers strongly and then start to try to pull the hands apart. So as you pull the hands apart, there's this extension, expansion of the chest as it extends forward, as it lifts skyward. Lift up, soften the edges of the mouth, maybe turn up the edges of the mouth. How novel. And exhale, release forward, right cheek to the floor, arms to your sides, big toes touch, heels wide apart, head heavy, neck soft, arms heavy, upper back broad. Return to the breath, gather more air in with your next inhale. Release more air out with your next exhale. Observe the body at rest. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> See, I, I've, uh, I've gotten to this place with the, the hammering outside being just kind of funny, you know? Uh, it's just kind of funny when we, you can look at something and like, how am I reacting to this? Oh yeah, that's really annoying. Um, that's an, it's, it's interesting how annoying that is, right? <laughs> okay, chin to the floor, point back through the toes, interlace the fingers. Which thumb did you put in front last time? Okay, put the other thumb in front this time. Tone the legs, elbows to the ceiling, shoulder blades on the back, squeeze the inner legs together, 
And then inhale, reach back through the knuckles, expand the heart forward, lift the chest, and then maybe lift the legs. Big toes draw in, squeeze the legs, point the toes, lift the feet, lower thighs, middle thighs, upper thighs, take flight, keep breathing, keep noticing, keep being curious, keep being, you know, having a sense of humor. <laughs> and then let it go. Left cheek to the floor, arms to your sides, big toes touch, heels wide apart, head heavy, neck soft, arms heavy, upper back broad. Back to the breath. Chin to the floor, tuck your toes, plant your wrists by your ribs, tone the muscles of the legs, lift the kneecaps up, exhale, push up into a plank position, like the top of a push up. Shift weight out of the wrist, down into the knuckles, down into the fingerprints, shoulders away from the ears, shoulders engaged on the back, collarbones broaden forward, lower ribs in and back, engage the legs, lengthen back through the tailbone, lengthen back through the heels. And then push your hips up and back into our first downward facing dog of this morning's practice. And as you arrive in your dog, you might walk it out. Paying attention to the back of each leg, becoming aware and sensitive to sensation. And then again, maybe something comes up. Maybe there's an injury or a pain that you're experiencing and consider the reaction, the relationship with that injury, that pain, that annoying fact that one leg always seems to be shorter than the other leg. And then take a step back from the emotion and say, huh, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> now I know more. Okay. Bend the knees, push the hands down and forward, shift the hips up and back, maybe lift the gaze. And then as you melt the head, melt the heels, lift into the kneecaps, diminish the creases at the fronts of your ankles as you lengthen down the backs of the legs, pushing the hips up and back, extending the arms, grounding the hands down and forward. And then as you inhale next, extend the left leg straight up and back for three-legged dog. So just like our three-legged table, we're going to lift the leg higher, lift the heel higher, higher, pointing the knee and toes down. Maybe look back at those left toes. Can you see them reaching skyward as you press the hands evenly down and forward? Lift the left leg, lift the left leg, lift the left leg, look forward and lunge your left foot forward between your hands. We're going to start with the right knee down. Maybe you like to have hands on blocks on either side of your front foot. As we start our hip warm-up, our flow, hips melt down and forward, chest extends forward, exhale to send the hips back, round the spine, straighten the left leg, left toes towards the ceiling, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knee, inhale, hips shift forward, shoulders roll back, 
finding some fluidity to your movement, maybe some way to synchronize the breath with the movement. I've noticed in the past it might be a little um, a little stressful, a little too fast to move uh, with each exhalation, each inhalation. So you might pause in each shape for a full breath or two breaths even. Again, as always, this is your practice. You are the expert at doing yoga in your body. Nobody else has ever had the experience of doing yoga in your unique body on this unique day in time and space. Okay, do you want to supercharge this? So as you go back, you might sweep the arms back in space. As you shift the hips down and forward, you might reach the arms up to the sky and look up. Just an option. Let's all come back to the lunge. Hands framing the front foot. Lift the back knee. Lengthen back through the the right heel. Maybe keep the right hand on a block or bring it to the floor. Left hand to the left thigh. Push the left hand into the left thigh. Revolve the right ribs towards the left inner thigh. Stack the shoulders as you spiral this or revolve the spine. Sweep the left arm to the ceiling. Revolve the chest. Spiral the spine. I think that sounds right. Reach up through the left fingertips. Extend through the crown of the head. And maybe... Embrace the sky. Reach the right ribs. Spiral the right ribs towards the ceiling. Left ribs towards the earth. Open up the chest. Open up the arm. And then hand down. Hands frame the front foot. And let's do this. Let's bring a block to the inside of the left foot. Bring the left hand onto that block. And turn the right heel to the floor. So, Left hand is at a block at the inside of the left ankle. Left knee is built to a built <laughs> bent to a 90 degree angle. And then we're going to sweep the right arm towards the ceiling. Widen the left arm into the left leg. Extend the left knee forward. Uh, strengthen the right leg. Lift into the right kneecap. Feel connection root through the right foot. Broad across the chest. As you look up, reach up. Broaden across the heart space. Again, notice the face. What's your face telling you about how you're experiencing this moment? Say, hey, that's interesting. I didn't know I, I didn't know that I hated this so much. <laughs> Turn that frown upside down. Okay. Hands to frame the front foot, back heel lifts, and press the right, uh, left leg back to downward facing dog. So as I'm into the supercharged idea lately, we're going to uh, do our supercharged push-ups using the upward facing dog between the chaturanga and the plank. Inhale, come forward to plank if you so choose. Exhale, bend the elbows back, lower down, chaturanga. 
Come up, roll over the toes, push the hands down and back, tone the muscles of the legs so the hips stay lifted, broaden the collarbones, draw the sides of the neck back, upward facing dog, roll over the toes, lift the hips, lower the chest down, bend the elbows, and then push up, plank position, lifting through the sides of the waistline, exhale, hips shift back to downward facing dog. So that was one you can either choose to do none more, or I will uh, lead us through four more. Again, it's your practice. You know your body best. Inhale, come forward. Exhale, lower. Roll over the toes. Push the hands down. Pull them back. Lift the heart. Engage the legs. Roll over the toes. Lift through the sides of the waistline. Chaturanga. Push up and push back. That's two. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Curl up to up dog. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, plank. Exhale, back down dog. Two more. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, curl the chest open. Up dog, push the feet down. Roll over the toes. Lift through the sides of the waistline. Lower down. Push up. Exhale, back downward facing dog. If you're on the live stream, you can see me struggling. I'll just let you know, podcast listeners, this is hard. Inhale forward if you didn't realize that already. Exhale lower. Inhale, come on up. Exhale, roll over the toes. Chaturanga. Push up, lift through the sides of the waistline. Exhale back. Downward facing dog. Okay, this time we're going to lift the right leg straight up and back. Knee and toes point down. Just like we did in the three-legged table, lift the heel higher. You might even look back at those right toes as you push the hands evenly down and forward. Release the left heel towards the floor. Lift into the left kneecap. Lift the right heel. Reach through the heel. Lift the heel. Look forward and extend or lunge the right foot between the hands. Use your blocks on either side of the right foot. Lower the knee down, possibly onto some padding. And then begin your flow. Exhale. Send the hips back. Round the spine forward and inhale to come forward. Melt the hips down, roll the shoulders back, lift the chest up. And continue shifting the hips forward and back with the breath. Again, supercharge it, reach the arms up as you sink the hips forward and do a low lunge. Exhale, send the hips back as you reach the arms back, folding over the right leg. Okay, lunge, hands on either side of the front foot, lift the back knee, strengthen and lengthen the left leg, either keep the left hand on the block or bring the left palm to the floor, right hand to the right thigh, revolve the chest towards the right thigh, stack the shoulders, look up, reach up, 
Choose to stay here or embrace the sky. Left ribs skyward, right ribs earthward. Open up. Lean back through the sides of the neck. Soften the edges of the mouth. Turn up the edges of the mouth. What? Option to enjoy this manufactured stress. <laughs> Come back <laughs> and bring the right hand to the inside of the right ankle. Place the right hand on a block at the inside of the right ankle. Bend the right knee to a 90 degree angle and then turn the left heel to the floor. Inhale, sweep the left arm up. This is kind of a modified side angle pose, I would call this. Widen the right arm into the right knee. Hug the right knee into the right arm. Extend through the right inner thigh. Draw back through the right outer hip. Tone the muscles of the left leg. Lift into the kneecap. Ground through the outer edge of the left foot. Open the chest up. Look up. Reach up. Notice the face. And then look down. Take the blocks off to the side. Press back. Downward facing dog. Hands down and forward. Hips up and back. Let's try one of those supercharged push-ups. I think that's about all I can do. Inhale forward to plank. Exhale lower down. Inhale curl up. Open up. Up dog. Exhale back. Chaturanga. Push up. And back, downward facing dog. Option to keep going with those if you're feeling it. Otherwise, hang out in the down dog. Hang out with curiosity, with sensitivity and awareness. So I was contemplating this idea that um, through the yoga practice, we really become more sensitive to our bodies, more aware of our um, experience and possibly our surroundings and how that can sometimes be a challenge to be more aware to be more sensitive but with coupled with that sensitivity we also are trying to cultivate resilience strength and courage surrender Okay, look to the top of your mat. Slowly start to walk your feet towards your hands. One baby step at a time. Maybe shifting the hips from side to side as each heel touches down. Eventually leading you to the top of your mat in a forward folded position. Feet hip width distance apart. Lift and spread your toes. Bend your knees to rest your torso on your thighs as your upper body hangs forward. Take hold of opposite wrists, forearms, or biceps in a ragdoll or waterfall shape. You might take some movement here, shifting the upper body from side to side. Nodding the head yes, gently shaking the head no, identifying, becoming sensitive to tension along the back of the neck, between the shoulders, all along the spine, outer hips, down the length of the legs. And again, this idea of uh, identifying those tensions and then creating movement, inviting 
energy prana to flow through the body. So as you inhale, you might imagine energy flowing up the backs of the legs. And then as you exhale, that energy cascading down the length of the spine, releasing through the crown of the head, through the elbows, back to the earth. Bring your fingertips to a block or blocks or the floor in front of you. Begin to push your feet down as you lift your hips higher, length along the backs of the legs. Actively extend the crown of the head towards the floor. You might begin to bend your elbows out to either side of the room to keep the sides of the neck long as you lift the shoulders away from the ears. Or you might even start to walk the hands back beside or even behind the feet, depending on how deeply you are able to fold into your own body here. And then inhale, bring your fingertips to blocks or shins, roll the shoulders back, lift halfway, exhale, delve deeply forward. One more time, inhale, lift halfway, and exhale, dive in, hips high, head low. Inhale, circle the hands out, up, and overhead as you push down through the feet, reach up through the arms, look up, And then turn the palms out, push the palms down, and then gather the hands together in front of the heart. Get acquainted with this time, with this space, with this moment. Feel the strength of the legs beneath you. The broadness of your heart, the openness of the chest. As the thumbs come to rest against the sternum. Soften the expression of the face. Release your arms to your sides. Turn your palms for excuse me, forward as you roll your shoulders back, becoming the mountain. Tadasana. to do a wide-legged forward fold before we get into our warrior succession. So um, you might take the feet wide apart. You may. You will take the feet wide apart. You might have some props in front of you in the form of blocks and blankets. Make your heels just slightly wider than your toes. Tone the muscles of your legs, bring your hands to your hips, lengthen down through the tailbone, roll the shoulders back, lift and lengthen up through the chin, opening up, extending the front line of the body. And then as you exhale, hinge at your hips, bring the chest parallel to the floor, plant your wrists below your shoulders. Become aware of the backs of the legs as you lift into the kneecaps, push the thigh bones back, reach the chin and chest forward as you isometrically draw the hands back. So moving, pulling the hands energetically back without actually moving the hands from the mat. And then exhale, fold forward, walk the hands back. 
Keep the wrists and elbows shoulder width distance apart. As you extend the crown of your head deeply towards or to the earth. And then find ground, whether that be in the mat or in the form of a blanket, a block, or a series or a tower of props. Create that sense of grounding. So just as we create grounding through the feet, through the hips, in our standing and seated postures, in this inversion, we're going to create grounding, a sense of strength and stability through the head. So do that by pushing down through the head. So with that, um, with that prop underneath your head, you're going to feel resistance. And create a sense of uh, extension, security, grounded rootedness through the head by trying to imprint the head into whatever surface it's on. And then in these uh, four, so this is an inversion, it's also a, a forward fold. So in a forward fold, when, uh, we often are folding into our own bodies and becoming more aware of the back sides of our bodies. I remember that was one thing when I first started doing yoga. I was like, breathe into your back body or notice your back. And I was like, I don't think I have one taken one moment in my entire life to think about my back. <laughs> um, so that's one thing that's cool about yoga. It's like calls you into your own body to be more aware. And then again, this awareness needs to, I think, uh, is necessarily coupled with an increased resilience. and maybe even acceptance. So we're not going to do our headstand practice today other than if you want to go into a tripod headstand right now. So if you can take the feet wider apart to get the head on the floor, do so. And then start to shift weight from the feet into the hands and the head as you sweep the legs up and overhead. And I notice that every time I come up into the, the tripod headstand, my legs are forward of my hips. So I really push down through the head, create that grounding, rootedness, stability, and then start to lengthen my tailbone up to bring the thighs back to center the heels over the hips, the hips over the shoulder. Okay, when you're ready, come on down. Let's come back through that half-lifted position. Wrists below the shoulders, isometrically drawing the heels of the hands back as you reach the heart and chin forward. And then hands to hips, elbows to the ceiling, draw back through the sides of the waistline, and come on back up. Slowly heel toe your feet back together, and then step the feet together. Okay, so here comes our warrior progression. So. As you can imagine, we're going to progress from warrior one to warrior two to warrior three. So, um, <laughs> so let's see how it goes. So I'll kind of um, I'll kind of explain my idea of like what how I feel that these poses progress as we go into them. So for warrior one, 
We're going to step to the top of the mat. Make sure the right knee, right toes are pointed straight ahead. Take your hands to your hips and then step or lunge your left foot back. So turn your left toes to face the top left corner of the mat. At this point, you might straighten the right leg somewhat. And really strengthen the left leg. So create awareness and strength in the back leg. And then start to turn the hips and chest forward. So it's okay that the left hip is just slightly behind the right hip. It's just a revolving of the chest forward. I don't think squaring the hips is just the end-all be-all of this pose. <laughs> but it's a direction to move. Lengthen down through the tailbone. Keep the core engaged so you're lifting out of the hips. And then as you look forward, start to bend the right knee deeply. So as, as you bend the knee, what I notice in my body is that momentum of the pose is moving forward and weight and awareness shift out of my left leg, all culminating with pressure in the base of the right, right toe knuckles. So pull back into the right heel, pull back into the right hip, and then re-extend down through the left leg. And the left heel might lift up off the floor a little bit. That's okay. Again, the idea is pushing it down, extending energy down, and it's all right if it doesn't reach that ground. Lengthen down through the tailbone, lift through the front of the pelvis, keep the right knee deeply bent, and then take the arms to the sides of the body, turn the palms back, turn the palms forward, roll the shoulders back, and then inhale, sweep the arms overhead. So I'm, I'm thinking about this first warrior, warrior one, Virabhadrasana one, thinking about this sense of stability, strength, facing forward, and rising. So this ascension, this extension up. So it's kind of a, to me, that I was equating this with like a, a confidence or even and intimidation for this first warrior. Maybe gazes forward, maybe even gaze goes up. Maybe even this, I just thought of this idea of calling forth the heavens for, um, as we prepare for battle. So really thinking about strength, stability, a sense of upward movement. And then take the gaze forward, take the arms down, hands can come to hips. Step forward with the left foot and step the right leg back. Turn the right toes to the top right corner of the mat. The farther that leg is back, it's going to be harder to square the chest and the hips, but it's going to be more <laughs> drawing forth more, uh, more prana, more strength uh, to, the, to the posture, the more challenging you make it. Turn the left knee, left toes forward, hands to hips, draw back through the sides of the waistline, lengthen down through the tailbone, lift through the front of the hip points, and then start to bend the left knee forward. Again, this sense of momentum going forward might happen. So your uh, left toes might start to discolor. So draw back into the left heel. Draw back into the left hip. 
reroute, extend back down into the right foot. Arms, shoulders back, palms forward. Open the chest, lift through the crown of the head. And then as you're ready, with an inhale, sweep the arms overhead. Ascension, lifting up, rising to the challenge. And then maybe looking up. And look forward, arms down, press the left leg straight, step the right foot forward, and we'll go on to warrior two. That was warrior one. Step to the center of your mat, bring your feet together, hands together in front of your heart. With an exhalation, hop or step your feet wide apart. If you have a mirror or a monitor, you can check out the uh, width of your heels, so that your heels should be generally below your wrists. Tone the muscles of the legs, lift into the front of the pelvis, lengthen down through the tailbone, broaden across the chest, and we'll start by turning the left toes out. Turn the left toes to face the top of the mat, keep the hips and chest squared forward, and then begin to bend the left knee in the direction of the left toes. Again, bending the left knee to a 90 degree angle, Extension through the right, the left inner thigh. And I've been enjoying turning the right toes forward just slightly in this pose. I find it's a little uh, more supportive of the right hip. So if you'd like to try that, do. Reach out through the arms. And then this is where I feel like the, the idea of the warrior here is really revealed in this extension of the gaze out beyond the left fingertips. So I feel like there's a focus in this pose, creating strength, extending the body, and then looking out, looking out into what awaits us in the battlefields of life. <laughs> what are we facing? What are we up against? How do we stand in our strength? Stay rooted back through the right foot. Extend through the left inner thigh. Strength at your center. Lower ribs in and back. Tailbone down. Crown of the head lifts. Again, broadening across the chest. Notice your facial expression. Then straighten the left leg. You can bring your hands to your hips for a rest. Turn your left toes in. Turn your right toes out, and then again, either choose to keep the back edge of the left foot parallel or turn the toes in just slightly. <sighs> I won't tell the yoga police if you don't. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, I'm a little less concerned with the hips squaring forward than I once was. Um, turn the right knee, right toes out. Sweep the arms to the height of the shoulders. And then look at that right knee as you bend the right knee in the direction of the toes. Stay rooted, grounded through the left leg. Again, if momentum is shifting into the right toes and all your weight is centered there, draw back into the heel, draw back into the left foot. And then again, this laser focus. Gaze out 
beyond the right fingertips, out into what awaits. Strength and confidence in the body, in the present. Straighten the right leg, release the arms, turn the toes forward, hands together in front of the heart, exhale, hop or step the feet together. Okay, warrior three. So I, I'm thinking of warrior three as we are launching into battle. We are like harnessing all of our powers and we're going to take flight, we're going to leap. Okay, so left foot forward, facing the top of your mat. Ground the left foot. Let's do it. Actually, I like doing this uh, this way because it's more active. So instead of taking the left foot forward just now, we're going to step to the back of the mat with both feet. And then as you, uh, as you inhale next, sweep the arms overhead, uh, step the left foot forward. Lift up out of the waistline. And as you exhale next, lean the upper body forward as you extend the right leg back. So this is going to have our arms launching forward, diving into battle, the challenges of life. Wrap the right outer hip down, lift through the right inner thigh. Finding balance, ground through the left foot, reach forward, and then bend the left knee, step back with the right foot, step back with the left foot, release the arms down. Okay. That was side one, warrior three. So we'll do that again. Inhale, arms overhead, right foot steps forward. Grow tall. Exhale, reach the arms forward or sweep the arms back as you lean the upper body forward. Push back through the left leg, lift through the left inner thigh. Balance, strength, determination, the superpower of taking flight. <laughs> and then step the left foot back, arms overhead, step the right foot back, arms to your sides. Okay, so we created all that strength, that resolve, that uh, determination, and now we are going to uh, humble ourselves in the humble warrior. So coming back to that ground, right foot to the floor. <laughs> I keep starting with the different feet. Okay, let's start with the left foot, stepping to the top of your mat, then bring the right foot back. So we're going to set up the same way we did for warrior one, for humble warrior. Right toes to the top right corner of the mat, hands to the hips, squaring the chest forward, bend the left knee. You might uh, situate the left foot a little over to the left, and then inhale, sweep the arms overhead, warrior one again, exhale, Interlace your fingers behind your back. Figure out what thumb you've placed on top. Roll the shoulders back as you lift the heart, lift the gaze. And then exhale, humbly bow to the inside of the left leg, reaching your arms overhead, lowering your head towards the floor, back to the earth. So this prostration, this bowing in, ground, 
stay aware of the right leg as you take this forward fold, forward folded warrior. Humble, rooted, surrendering. And here's the really hard part. Come back up, lifting through the sides of the waistline, root through the feet, sweep the arms overhead, look up, reach up, and then arms to your side, step forward with the right foot. Okay, last one. Humble warrior, second side, right foot forward. Hands can be on the hips as you lunge the left foot back. Left toes to the top right corner of the mat, setting up for warrior one. Lengthen down through the tailbone. Sweep the arms overhead. Look up as you reach up. Bend the right knee. Again, shift momentum back to the left leg, back to the right heel. Lengthen down through the tailbone. And then sweep the arms behind the back. Opposite thumb in front. Roll the shoulders back. Lift the heart up. And then exhale, bow in to the inside of the right leg. Reach the arms overhead. Extend down with the head. Fold in. Surrender the upper body. Surrender the heart. Surrender the head. Again, with strength, with resolve, drop through the sides of the waistline, lift back up, reach the arms overhead, release the arms down, hands frame the front foot, step back, downward facing dog, walk the dog, shift the hips from side to side. And then lower your knees to the floor. Let's take a wide-legged child's pose. The knees can come as wide as the mat. Big toes can come to touch. Sink your hips back towards or to the heels. So before you start to reach the upper body forward, push the hands down and forward and really round the low back. Ground the hips deeply towards the heels. And then look forward as you walk the hands forward, keeping the hips low. Spread the fingers. Open the palms. Release the forehead, or um, if the forehead is not on the floor, you might turn one cheek to the floor if your face is uncomfortably pushed into the mat. <laughs> Return to breath. And again, so uh, reflect, observe. Become sensitive to the body and mind. If you have one cheek, turn to the mat, turn the other cheek. Take your chin to the floor and slide forward onto your belly. 
had a wild hair to do something that we haven't done in a while in here. So we're going to start with camel pose, elbows below the shoulder, palms spread on the floor, tops of the feet grounded, push down with the forearms, push down with the elbows, draw back isometrically with the elbows, and extend the heart forward, broaden the collarbones, lift the crown of the head up. So this one's obvious. This is <laughs> such a great um, mimicking of the sphinx in the upper body at least. So there's this dignity to the, uh, the head. And then, you know, but you know, keep your nose. <laughs> okay, left fingertips towards, I'm cracking myself up here. Left fingertips towards the right elbow, look over your right shoulder, bend the right knee, reach back for the inside of the right foot. So we're gonna do our half frog pose Arda Bekasna. So with the C shape or the backward C shape of your right hand, the space between your thumb and index finger, grab the inside of your right big toe. And then begin to pull the heel towards the outer hip, keeping the front of the pelvis grounded. Lengthen back through the right knee. And you might already notice a quad stretch, a um, extension of the ankle, a shoulder opening, so you might stay here. No need to dive any deeper when the fish here are very beautiful and interesting. So take a look around, and then if you choose to dive deeper, then you might turn the knuckles towards the front of the room, wrapping the fingers over the fronts of the toes, giving you more leverage to push the heel deeply towards the hip deeply towards the mat at the outside of the hip and again look around as you dive deep you might uh, consider staying here or bringing the left hand to the floor press the left hand down and forward lifting the chest up to do more of a cobra pose in the in the chest in the upper back Right foot releases, right elbow back down, neutralize in the sphinx. Right fingertips towards the left elbow, bend the left knee, reach for the inside of the foot with the left hand. Again, grabbing the base of the big toe with the space between the thumb and index finger. Begin to pull the heel towards the outer hip. And again, like a deep sea diver, going down slow, noticing along the way as you reach depth in the shape. So again, if it's available to go deeper, you might turn the left uh, knuckles forward. Elbow towards the ceiling, more leverage to push the heel down towards the outer hip. Right hand to the mat, push your chest up.
Don't worry, I'm gonna let the cat in in just a minute. <laughs> He's patient. Okay, release the chest down, come back to Sphinx Pose. And then bring the chin down to the floor, arms to your sides. Bend your knees, reach back and grab the outer ankles with both hands, or if you can only reach one ankle, just grab that ankle and then remember which one you grabbed for the second side. Okay, I tone the knees and ankles to be hip width distance apart. Flex the feet strongly. And then roll the shoulders back and begin to kick to lift. Bow pose, as I like to call it, or bow pose. <laughs> so <laughs> if it's bow, you're like the, um, you're a bow ready to shoot an arrow. So um, your arms are taut like the strings of the bow as your feet or your ankles push into the hands. Or bow pose, like the bow of a ship rocking up and down with the movement of the breath. Lower the thighs, lower the feet, lower the arms, head to the arm bones, right cheek to the floor, head heavy, next off. Actually, today let's take the arms underneath the head, and you can either turn the head to one side or rest the forehead on the wrists. I did not know that this pose was called crocodile pose. I don't know how that escaped me, but I, I rent a lot of yoga books from the library for my kids. And uh, they called this crocodile pose. Thinking about a crocodile laying belly down in the sun, generating warmth. Okay, let's do it again. Chin on the floor, reach your arms back. So again, you can grab the ankles or you can grab the feet, you can grab the other ankle. Whatever way you do it, keep the ankles and knees hip width distance apart. Let the shoulders be pulled back, heart expanded forward, and begin to kick. Lift the thighs, roll the shoulders back, lift the chest up, create your bow, create your bow. <laughs> Whatever perspective makes, you, <laughs> makes your practice more um, interesting, perhaps more enjoyable. So that's one thing that this bow of the ship, by focusing on this, um, this gentle swaying of the breath in the pose, rocking me forward and back, it's kind of a pleasant thing to focus on. Release the feet, and let's take Makrasana, or crocodile pose again. So arms cross in front of you, head turns to one side, or forehead on the arms. 
Relax the shoulders away from the ears. Slap that big old tail down. Lying on your belly in the sun, soaking up the rays. My new favorite pose. Tuck your toes, plant your hands, send your hips all the way back to your heels for an extended child's pose with the toes now tucked under. Releasing through the low spine, countering the back bend with a forward prostrate position. And once again, downward facing dog, DFD as I like to call it. Push the hands down and forward, shift the hips up and back. Inhale, lift the left heel, lift the left leg, lift it higher, higher, highest. Look to the top of your mat and lunge your left shin forward behind your wrists. Setting up for pigeon pose. And today, prop that hip. I'm going to prop the hips with a bolster. So uh, again, uh, try to get the left shin closer to parallel with the top of the mat, and that's going to be made more useful if you prop the left hip and maybe even the right hip. So um, flex the left foot, create activity in the left leg, extend back through the right leg, make sure it's pointing straight back. I like to tuck the toes because I'm active like that. <laughs> But uh, you can point the right toes. Either one, your choice. Your body, your practice. Lift into the heart and then start to fold the upper body forward to the depth of your choice. Again, consider the deep sea diver analogy. So, uh, also with the deep sea diver analogy, experience is good for diving. So if you are, have done this for a long time, you might be comfortable going to a deeper expression. Also, there is a risk involved in going to um, deeper expressions of the pose. Just like going deeper down in that, uh, that ocean. <laughs> I was, uh, somebody asked me after class the other day if I uh, had done any diving, and I was confused at first, but I was like, oh yeah, I talked about diving in the class, and I said, oh no, that's like, that terrifies me, like the scariest thing I can think of is cave diving, just, it's wonderful and magical and just so terrifying to me. <laughs>
So also along with this diving <laughs> analogy, there's this, uh, the balance. Like, so how much are you just, how much are you striving to go deeper and how much are you stopping, slowing down to look around? And the balance between those two things will change from day to day, year to year, through the course of your life, and sometimes dramatically from, you know, uh, one day of practice to the next. Walk your way out of there, out of that first pigeon pose, back into the down dog, walk it out, shift the hips, exaggeratingly so from side to side. Awareness of the left leg after that big old stretch. Inhale, right leg straight up and back. Lift the heel, lift the heel, point the toes down, reach the leg back, look to the top of the mat and lunge the right leg forward. Walk the right foot over to the left, shin behind the, the heels of the hands, behind the, the wrists. Prop the pose, keeping the hips about even height. So likely all your weight is leaning onto the right hip. So try to keep that left knee grounded, the left outer hip wrapping downward. Lift into the chest, lengthen back through the left leg, tucker, Tucker on top, the right, the, the left foot, and then drape the length of the spine forward. So again, diving down, looking around with each depth. Yeah, see John, he's on this blanket.
Let's take the three breath challenge on this second side of pigeon. Follow your breath through three more rounds. As you're ready, press back, downward facing dog, one final down dog. Walk it out, notice the legs, release the head, and eventually bring your knees to the floor and come to lie on your back. We're going to slow down, rapid deceleration. So it might uh, be nice to put on your sweater or your pair of socks as we cool down. <laughs> Once you reach the floor, Let's draw the knees in and up towards the chest and just rock side to side, cupping the knees. Then take the feet, happy baby pose. What the heck? Why don't we extend the legs and sweep the legs overhead, rounding the low back off of the floor. So we're kind of in a, a, a plow pose with the legs overhead. You can have the arms by your sides or holding the legs or arms along the legs. Slowly lower the hips back down, take the soles of the feet together, wrap the fingers around the fronts of the ankles, press the ankles into the hands, extend through the inseams of the thighs, widen the knees out to either side of the room, lengthen the low back. And then draw the knees in, gather your legs, Embrace yourself, wrap your arms around the legs, hug your forehead towards your knees, squeeze the legs together, tilt the tailbone towards the heels, round the back body so less of your back body is touching the earth. And then make your way to your version, your uh, expression of Savasana, whether it be uh, legs up the wall, folded over a bolster, wide-legged goddess pose, a seated meditation, whatever is calling you at this time. And invite yourself into this space. And I will tell you that there's some road, apparently some road construction happening outside. So if there's a lot of noise, there might be some noise on my end. So um, knowing 
this potential stressor, you might prepare for it. So if you have a, um, a CD you could turn on or, um, you know, ambient music you can put on your phone or a sound machine. So really invite yourself into this space and create a space that feels safe and supported. And as you set down the arms and legs, settle the hips, settle the shoulders, release the weight of the head. As you do these things, send a continuous message to let go, cease the struggle.
Observe your next breath. And invite movement back into the extremities of your physical being, moving your fingers and toes. And then perhaps make circles with the wrists and ankles in one direction a few times. And then in the other direction. Continue to reawaken the body. Eventually, bend your knees, feet on the floor, extend your right arm along your right ear. Roll onto your right side, transitioning from corpse pose into a fetal position. As you make this transition, re-engage with your breath. Push your way back to a seated position. Bring your palms together at heart center. We'll close practice with a single sound of OM. Exhale, empty the lungs. And inhale for OM. Thank you as always for your presence, your patience, and your devotion to the yoga practice. The light in me recognizes and bows to the light in you. Namaste. Thank you for being here. Um, I th- yeah, I'm not having that number. Maybe, are you here? <laughs> or maybe I can't see the number because it's too bright over there. Um, Anyway, great to have you. Um, I'll be here next week. And uh, starting in April, I'm going to start doing some outdoor classes um, at a uh, church pavilion up the street from where I live. So um, let me know if you're interested in that. It's going to, we'll have a limited number. It'll be about, I think we'll cap it at 10. But um, I'll do it. I'll, I think I'll do it while the weather is. Um, nice and uh yeah so contact me via text message or email me at athenspublic at gmail uh the class would uh run from 9 30 to 10 45 so um and on saturdays so let me know that will start in april otherwise i'll just keep going with the um monday morning classes for the time being Okay, well, I'm going to turn this off.